Samadhi Rush, a Sunrose Yoga production. Reveal and remember your sacred nature through the practice of yoga. The mission of this podcast is to share the teachings of yoga in an accessible way and to hold space for meaningful discussion. To learn more, please visit sunroseyoga.com. The podcast is made possible by the generous donations of students. If you practice with us here, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation at sunroseyoga.com. Thank you. Hi, beautiful sweethearts. It's Kelly, and this is episode 135 of Samadhi Rush. I'm so glad that you're here today. This episode features a level two class where we go pretty deeply into the psoas. I really enjoyed teaching it, and I hope that you enjoy the practice. As far as news goes, I have even more videos up over at Yoga Anytime, and I'd love for all of you to be my guest for one month free over there. You can retrieve an offer code in the show notes, or if it's easier to listen, the code is 6525YAE, and that's for 30 days free over at Yoga Anytime. Thank you so much for being here. Dema. Let's begin in a seat or something like a seat where you can feel yourself breathing and where there's no strain to remain in the shape. And invite the body to relax into the support it is already receiving from the earth. And invite the body to relax into this sense of ease that's already being cultivated by gravity. And along with that, relax into the natural, elegant length of the spine that's already happening. And your awareness is likely already drifted to the radiance and brilliance of the breath. And let's practice a few rounds of a particular pranayama called the Ajapa Mantra, where we breathe in 
through the nose and we breathe out through the mouth with a really gentle sort of sound almost like you're trying to fog up the glass of you know your window or your shower or whatever so easy breaths in through the nose and easy breaths out through the mouth with a And we'll continue the same idea of openness in the mouth and openness in the throat, but we'll close the lips so that the breaths move in and out through the nose, but maintaining that sense of openness. And in time, allow the natural shape and rhythm of the breath to return. So that you're just taking easy and natural breaths in and out through the nose. And in time, we'll slowly begin to open the eyes, allowing sight to return just how it does. We'll bring the palms of the hands together and interlace the fingers, sort of clasp the hands. And we'll take in a breath here. And as you breathe out, press the palms of the hands forward. Pressing out through the wrist, straightening the arms. And as you breathe in, sweep the arms toward the sky. And as you breathe out, sort of soften the shoulders around the ears. And you might really want to soften the elbows too. And just notice, like, where in your body you feel this. And it doesn't matter if the feeling is easy 
or challenging. We're just noticing sensation. And with a breath in, let's press up through the left, the heel of the left hand. And as you breathe in, come back to neutral. And as you breathe out, press up through the heel of the right hand. And breathe in, come back to neutral. And with your next breath in, we'll release the arms down. We'll unclasp the hands and we'll just like wiggle and shake them out. Do what you feel. Preferably something that's like nothing like yoga. Yoga in quotes. (laughs) My favorite way of being. And from here, so if we're sitting with legs crossed, let's switch the cross of the legs. And as you breathe in, we'll sweep the arms out to the side so that they're about parallel to the earth. And as you breathe in, turn the palms of the hands to face the sky, noticing your armpits and your elbows. And as you breathe out, turn the palms of the hands to face the floor and then maybe slightly behind you. And as you breathe in, Turn the palms to face the sky, and you might begin to notice how the rest of the body is moving with you. And as you exhale, round. My teacher Kira calls this like swamp monster or something. Breathe in and smile. Breathe out and swamp monster. Get as swampy as you like. And we'll do that maybe two more times. And with your next breath in, we'll just come back to neutral. And as you breathe out, release the arms. Maybe do a little shimmy in place. And then a little bit here to open the neck and the shoulders. And I'll say that like a little goes a long way from the top of the shoulder to the earlobe. So the real work... I think in this place of the body is to do less than you think you should. I am ODing on air quotes today, sorry. <laughs> but to do less than really you think you should here. It's so potent. So with a breath out, we'll let the right ear become just a little bit heavier. Notice the distance from the top of the left shoulder to like the space where your neck and the back of your ear meet. Notice like the path there. And from here, so just nice and easy, we'll slide the, the, the right side of the jaw forward like a millimeter. Feel that? Yeah. 
you might even start to look on a diagonal toward the, the right. And with a breath in, let's slowly unwind and come back up to center and pause. Notice the right side of the body. Notice the left side of the body. And with an exhalation, let your left ear become a little bit heavier. Like it's just sort of being drawn toward the left shoulder. And because we've done one side already, immediately your beautiful comparing mind might be thinking like, oh, this feels different. Go one layer deeper and ask how. What are you feeling? Can you still trace that path from the point of the right shoulder to the back of the right ear? On this side, let's try something slightly different. Let's let the back of the skull become a little bit heavier. Your gaze might shift up a little bit. Your chin might point up a little bit. And then what if we let the back of the skull become lighter as your nose becomes heavier. And from here, let's sort of find that, that, that point of the right side of the jaw and slide that forward a millimeter. And slowly with a breath in, we'll unwind, we'll bring the gaze back to the center and sit upright. And then notice what you feel. It doesn't take much in this part of the body. And so from here, we'll extend the left leg straight out at an angle and we'll keep the right knee bent and we'll sort of tuck either the ball of the right foot or the sole of the right foot in toward the inner left thigh. Now for some of us, it's challenging to sit up like this and some things that we can do to assist are to place a block perhaps underneath the outer edge of the right knee or if it's the like sitting behind your sitting bones that's troublesome you might come up onto the block and then scooch your sitting bones just to the edge of the block feel free to experiment and change every single time hmm? oh what did I call this Oh, well, you could use a block, but this is a blanket that's under my butt. <laughs> and so what we'll do from here 
is we'll do some, some rolling of the ankle, pressing the heel into the floor, rolling the ankle around. Doesn't matter if you start clockwise or counterclockwise. And we're making these circles. And can you then feel the circle all the way up into the hip? This is where we start to go a little more subtle. I know we've talked about this before, but like when we're really, you know, we're in these places where from the outside it looks like we're doing almost nothing. That, that's where like the most advanced practices are happening. That's where we're into dharana and dhyana. These, these subtle spaces of concentration. This gateway to meditation. And so let's switch directions of the circles. Notice if there's an immediate reaction. Like usually the top of my foot says something like, Whoa! Notice how far up the leg and maybe into the core you feel that. And so in time, we'll, we'll let the circles cease. We'll let the, cir- the circles stop. And we'll transition into uh, a yin pose that in yin yoga we call half butterfly, where we're folding forward. So we're folding sort of over the right heel. Straight forward. Some of us might like to use blocks under the hands as we sort of meander Forward. Let yourself be soft and yielding to the gravity that's already happening. And so there's nowhere to get to. Like there's no, nothing to force here. There is just sensitivity to the forces that are already happening. Let the forehead be soft and heavy. Let the chest be heavy. And let the belly be soft. And notice where sensation is the strongest here. Go to that place and be with it, feel it. And with a breath in, we'll slowly start to come back up. And as you breathe out, pause. Notice what you feel.
And so from that yin place, we'll create a little more structure. And to start, we'll enliven the left foot. So you might perk that foot up, pointing the toes toward the sky, pointing the left knee straight up toward the sky, which might require a little work at the hip. Good. So what happens when you press the inner left thigh into the floor? Notice that. And with a breath out, we'll turn to face the right knee, placing the hands wide on either side of that bent leg knee. Breathing into the length of the spine. And as you breathe out, sort of settle into the sitting bones a little bit. Breathing in, lengthening. And as you breathe out, take the left hand and reach maybe for the top of the right thigh or something else that's kind of fun to do is to lift the right knee up, take hold of the kneecap and set it down. So it's just sort of like hanging in the sling of your left arm. That will give you a bit of leverage to really sit back into the sitting bones. Breathing into the length of the spine, maybe smiling across the heart and then maybe looking over your right shoulder. Add a little activation to that left leg. So maybe press the inner left thigh into the floor. Now from here, let's turn the palm of the right hand to face the sky. And as you breathe in, we'll bring that up to about show choir height. So about 60%. And we might sing like, Oh, what a beautiful morning. You know, some, some, Oklahoma, some musical tune. Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going my way. Nice. Let's bend the right arm at the elbow, bring the hand to the back of the skull, and for a moment, see if you could support the weight of your skull in your hand so that your neck releases just a little bit. Does anyone else feel like their neck wants to do everything all the time? Getting a little softening there takes work. With a breath in, we'll reach that right hand toward the sky. We'll bring the body toward upright. And as you breathe out, unwind. And pause. Ah. So we'll switch sides. And going between sides here, I like to do a little Martha Graham slash starburst pose where you press the right hand into the floor. Press up into the hips and up through the left hand. Nice. Just a little release for the hips before you come down and do a little switcheroo. If there are other things that would like to happen between sides, do them always. And so in time, we'll find a straight right leg angled out toward the right a bit. Bent left knee, maybe the sole of the foot snuggling in 
to the inner thigh, maybe the ball of the foot snuggling in to the inner thigh. And we'll start by feeling our way into an upright shape. And if it's challenging, know that you're normal and that there are things to do to support you. You can support the outer left knee. You can support the tush. And in time, we'll begin to make those circles with the ankle. First in one direction. And I'm always kind of fascinated by how what's happening down there affects the hip. And so I like to bring a finger right up to the point of the hip and notice like, oh, how things are changing direction. What it feels like to have, you know, like when the hip internally rotates and when the hip externally rotates. You might be fascinated by something else. Follow your own interests. That's the gateway. That's the yoga. Switching directions when the time is right. And then coming to neutral. And again, just sort of notice the organization of the body. Toes pointing toward the sky, knee pointing toward the sky. Where that feels challenging is useful information. The tendency is to judge and to be like, oh, it hurts kind of here and I need to do more there. That's what my, that kind of whiny voice is what I sound like inside. Um, but instead of going there, which is a totally normal place to go, can we then say, oh, instead, that's interesting. Something there needs my attention in some way. And so we'll move into this half butterfly, so a really watery yin place. Maybe the hands come forward. Maybe you rest the elbows on the blocks and then let yourself just settle into the gravity that's already happening. And there's no need to try to get anywhere. All we're doing is relaxing into what's already happening. We're being supported by the support we're already we've already been given. And perhaps your awareness will come to the breath, will come to the breaths in as they move across the back of the body. And as you breathe out, can you feel a sense of buoyancy in the front of the body, from the pubic bone to the top of the hairline, or to the top of the forehead? And in time, we'll come all the way up. Notice what you feel. 
and we'll create some structure there in the right leg by turning the toes to face the sky, the kneecap to face the sky, and then anchoring with just a little pressing of the inner thigh into the floor. Notice where you feel that. And with an exhalation, we'll turn to face the left knee. And let the hands be wide and let there be almost no weight in the left hand. Like it's just there to guide you. So your body, your spine remains upright. The shoulders soften and uh, a smile emerge across the upper chest. Maybe the gaze shifts over the left shoulder. Keeping the right leg engaged, let's bring the right hand to the top of the left thigh or even lift up the left knee and take the kneecap into the right hand, letting it settle down. Breathing into the length of the spine. softening as you exhale. And with the breath in, we'll turn the palm of the left hand to face the sky, and we'll bring that up to about show choir height. We'll turn the palm up, softening at the shoulders. Let's do round two of, of Oh, What a Beautiful Morning. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going my way. We'll bend at the elbow and bring the hand to the back of the skull. Let the weight of your head rest in your hand, you might find a little more length in the back of the neck. You might find a little more length from your armpit to the point of your left elbow. And as you breathe in, reach that left hand toward the sky. Let that pull you back toward center. And exhale, release. Maybe pause. And if it worked for you, we'll find Starburst or Martha Graham on side two, pressing the left hand into the floor, the sole of the right foot into the floor, coming up onto the knee. Just a little release. There's no right, righter way to do it than how you are. And let's make our way up to standing. Oh my goodness, standing. We'll bring the blocks to the top of the mat. Thanks for singing, everybody. It's good to sing in the morning. And we'll place the feet carefully, thoughtfully, right on the floor so that as nearly as you can tell, your sitting bones are right over top of your heels. And with a breath in, let's 
press the feet into the floor with purpose. We'll sweep the arms, hands, and fingers toward the sky. And let's just take two breaths here, maybe breathing into the length of the front of the body. You might even lift up through your pinky fingers. And as you breathe out, feel yourself settling down the back of the body. And we'll take one more breath in here. And as you breathe out, we'll dive forward to Uttanasana, standing forward fold. You could place your hands on the blocks or on the tops of the thighs or on the floor if it's within easy reach. Let the crown of the head be heavy. Let the back of the skull be soft and let whatever movements here want to happen just happen. So maybe you sway from side to side. Maybe the shoulders scrunch up by the ears and then And then we'll sort of flow between Ardha Uttanasana and Uttanasana. And what I mean by that is that as you breathe in, press the feet into the floor, lengthen the spine, lift the heart so that the torso comes to about parallel to the earth. And as you exhale, fold forward. And this is a great time to use the blocks. As you breathe in, come up halfway lengthening. And as you breathe out, fold forward. And let's do that maybe two more times. And the next time you're breathing in and coming up halfway, we'll stay there. We'll pause in Ardha Uttanasana, half standing forward fold. And we'll do a little subtle work here. So the first thing we might do is to ask your quads to lift the kneecaps. Sometimes it's useful to look to see if anything happens when you do that. Sometimes that's, I don't know, like, you're like, oh, I felt like nothing happened and nothing did happen. But keep sending the message. We're creating these pathways. Relax the effort of that. And with your next breath in, engage the glutes. Engage what glutes you have a connection with. And keeping the spine long, maybe bringing the hands now to the tops of the thighs. As you breathe in, start to bend the knees just a little bit. So we're in this sort of like half Betty Boop shape. That's what I would call this. Let the tailbone get heavy so the low back starts to round. Draw the belly button a millimeter closer to the spine. So lots of rounding happen. Nice, everybody. From there, invite the heart to bloom. So we get a perk in the upper back, but everything down below is rounding, nice. As you breathe in, sweep the arms forward. And as you breathe out, soften the shoulders. So see how we did that? See how we built Utkatasana 
from Ardha Uttanasana. Breathing in here. And as you breathe out, fold forward, Uttanasana. And as you breathe in, perhaps placing the hands on the blocks for support, we'll step the right foot back into a high lunge. We'll stay on the ball of the right foot. The left knee is stacked over the left ankle. And maybe begin just by shifting the weight from the, light, the right to the left. and appreciating the distance from the center of the right heel all the way up the right leg, all the way to the left knee. Nice, beautiful everybody. And let's create a little structure here by bending the right knee a little bit, engaging the right glutes. We'll bring the hands to the top of the left thigh and we'll pause. Now it's hard. It's hard for all of us. We're all in this together. We'll let the tailbone be a little more sensitive to gravity. The belly move a millimeter closer to the spine, and the heart blooms. Oh, beautiful. With a breath in, let's sweep the arms, hands, and fingers to the sky. And as you breathe out, soften at the shoulders. Now just if you want to really geek out here, notice the distance from your right knee to your right armpit, the path. And as you breathe in, reach the arms, hands, and fingers forward. Place both hands onto the blocks. We'll keep the right hand on the right block or on the floor right below the shoulder. Bring the left hand to the left hip. Breathe into the length of the body. And as you breathe out, start to twist to the left, beginning with your gaze, then letting that shift into the throat, the shoulders. And for fun, we might reach the left hand back toward the wall behind us and experiment with the rotation of the shoulder, turning the palm to face the right, the floor, the left. And with a breath in, we'll start to sweep that arm up overhead like a rainbow, pressing it into the floor. And with an exhalation, stepping back to downward facing dog or something like downward dog. Could be puppy. It could be dolphin. Wherever there is medicine, Pain, in this case, is not medicine. Notice what you are feeling. Perhaps your sitting bones will perk toward the skies. A little, the sky, a little bend in the knee might be necessary to make that happen. <coughs> a little softening in the shoulder. Nice. And as it comes to you with a breath in, we'll step the right foot forward between the hands. All oh, that feels good to do it on the second side. And we'll spend a little time, maybe with the hands on the block, sort of just investigating here. And the, the, the left heel is lifted off the floor. We're in a true 
you know, sort of runner's lunge. And one of the fun things to experiment with here is what's happening in that foot. What direction is your heel looking? Is it looking down or up? As you sort of shift around here and just notice how your body and the shape interact. Maybe you'll come to the ball of the right foot and lift the heel up off the floor. And what does that do? Lowering that heel down, let's create some structure by bending the left knee a little bit, engaging the glutes, bringing the hands to the top of the right thigh, letting the tailbone be heavy. Inviting the belly just to move it just a teeniest bit closer to the spine for an engagement. Invite the heart to bloom. And with a breath, we'll sweep the arms, hands, and fingers to the sky. And as you breathe out, soften. Soften somewhere, maybe everywhere. And can you be right there at the skin? We'll breathe in and reach the hands forward and down, planting them onto the blocks or lowering the left hand down to the floor. We'll bring the right hand to the right hip. Breathe into the length of the body, and as you breathe out, start to look to the right with the face, then the throat, and then the chest. And we stay stable through the low body. What if you go the other way and get that one? Yeah. Oh, wait. You are on a different foot than the rest of us. There, that might make more sense. I know it's There. Does that feel like a new side? Yeah. Good, good. That looks good. Your shoulders look great. Beautiful shoulders. And so reach that right hand back behind you. Experiment with the rotation of the shoulder. And with the breath in, we'll sweep the right arm up and over. And as you exhale, step back to something like down dog. Maybe puppy where the forearms and the knees are on the floor, or maybe dolphin, where the feet and the forearms are on the floor. Yeah. And with the breath in, we'll start to slowly make our way toward plank, half plank, or forearm plank, or half forearm plank. We'll breathe into the vibrancy of the back of the body. And as you breathe out, start to lower the knees, the belly, and the chest down to the floor. And we'll do a little bit for the shoulders here. So bring the arms, bring the elbows so that they're pointing toward the top of the mat. Your hands might rest at the shoulders. And you might start to lower the forehead down toward the floor as you inch or inchworm your elbows toward the top of the mat as you let your armpits soften toward the floor. Yeah. 
Now from here, as you breathe in, we'll press the tops of the feet into the floor. We'll press the pelvis into the floor. And as you breathe out, let it all go. Release the arms. Release any effort in the low body. And you might sort of shift your weight from side to side. Maybe windshield wiping the hips or the feet or whatever part of the body wants to move like a windshield wiper. From here, we'll bring the hands right under the shoulders. Claw or paw the pads of your fingers into the floor. And as you breathe in, lift the head, lift the chest, press the hips back toward the heels, bringing your hands right under your shoulders again. And sort of come up to the tips of the fingers. Lift the hips, tuck the toes, and shift to a squat. And you can lift the, the heels in this squat. And the work is in softening the ankles. Soft ankles, soft forehead for now, rounded spine. Slowly, slowly, we'll start to move towards standing. And you can do this a couple of ways. You can lift the hips first, setting the heels down, pressing the feet into the floor, and then rolling up. Or if you want to make this more of a balancing trick, stay on the balls of the feet, press the balls into the floor, and with soft ankles, lift the head, lift the chest, soft ankles, elevator up and then release the heels. They're both fun, you can try both. So let's find our way into some balancing work and we'll work with Garudasana first, eagle. And the story, the story here I think is kind of fun because it involves this mythical, magical eagle trying to hold the top of a volcano. I mean, you can imagine what that would take. So that's the kind of strength that we have going here. So let's start with the right foot and find your way into feeling the right foot. Sometimes it's useful to come off of your mat, especially if you have a thick, you know, really nice, cushy mat. It's also useful for some of us to be near the wall, even if we're not touching it. So weight in the heel and in the ball of the foot. Settle in. Tailbone is heavy. As you breathe in, lift the left knee. And I even like to bring my hand to the left knee and invite my left hip to sort of sink a little bit, soften. And then we'll cross the left leg up and over top of the right. Now for some of us, this is good. For some of us, we want a little more connection, so we'll tuck the top of the left foot behind the back of the right thigh. And with the breath in, we'll bring the arms out to T. Nice wide hug, smile. 
bending at the elbows, and with an exhalation, drawing the arms toward each other, like you're closing a big book. And then we'll rest the right elbow in the crook of the left arm. Perhaps the backs of the hands touch, maybe the palms touch. Let your chin be slightly heavy and the back of the skull be light. Hands move away from the face, elbows lift away from the chest, shoulders soften away from the ears. So we're on top of this volcano trying to hold everything in, and that can only last for so long. So we'll take a deep breath in here, sweep everything out, flying eagle. Exhale, release. The top of that volcano blew off and became Sri Lanka. So strong legs were holding that together, weren't they? Let's come into the left foot. Eagle's okay, though. Eagle's doing just fine. Finding that connection, shifting the weight, and in time, inviting the right knee up, letting the right hip be a little bit heavy in its pocket. And in time, inviting the right leg to cross over the left. Possibly tucking that right foot behind the left calf, calf but it's not necessary. Breathing the arms wide, bending at the elbows. Inviting the arms to move toward each other. And this time, if you're resting, You'll rest the left arm in the crook of the right. Perhaps the backs of the hands touch. Maybe the palms touch. And we'll do some real subtle work by moving the hands away from the face. Elbows lift away from the chest. Shoulders soften away from the ears. Some radiant breath. We'll take a breath in and let everything out and exhale, release it. And then pause and notice what you feel. Right side of the body, left side of the body. So now we'll come down to the floor and we'll do some really subtle work here deep in the core. We will need all of our props near the wall, close to the wall. We'll be using our feet or one foot at a time at the wall. And so to find this shape, I'm going to demonstrate it first because it is... You know, there's some doing to get into it, and then we kind of hang out there. So we begin in Virasana, or sorry, Vajrasana, we're sitting on the, on the, the block. And we'll snuggle one or two bolsters right up to the tush. Lift the pelvis, tuck 
the tailbone under as you lower down. Because we don't want this to be a deep pain in the low back, which is why more than one bolster could make sense. One foot comes to the wall, the other knee stays bent, and will work with pressing one foot into the wall in different places and noticing how we feel that in the other side. So this is the basic idea, and now I'll talk you into it. So we'll start by facing the wall. We're pretty close to the wall. It depends on the proportions of your body, but my knees are about three and a half inches away from the wall. And you'll snuggle one or two blocks, right? I mean, one or two bolsters right up to your booty, right up to your backside. And in time, you'll place the hands onto the bolster so that you can lift your seat up and tuck the tailbone under so that this doesn't become a backbend before lowering down. If you're feeling like you want two bolsters, use them. All right, so once you're in that basic shape, let's bring the sole of the right foot to the wall. Would you like another one? Oh, you just lift it up. Or do you want to? You you can go if it, if that feels like what the hell. Go into it with your foot on the wall. Would that be better? So start by pressing the right big toe into the wall. Notice just more than, than other parts of the foot. So keep make contact with the wall with the complete foot and then really make contact with the big toe. <laughs> yeah, that's where it is. <laughs> In a good way or an injurious way? <laughs> you are. We won't stay forever. <laughs> now go to the outer edge. What if you press the pinky toe and the pinky toe side of the foot into the floor? And then relax the effort. And then we'll start to think of moving out of this shape. If you're feeling like you want to try one more interesting thing, press the left shin and bottom of the knee into the floor more intentionally. Yeah. And then we'll slowly 
start to come out of this shape. You might bring the sole of the right foot back to the floor. You might kind of let things fall over to the right so that you can unbind the left leg and maybe just come to rest on the back for a moment. And we'll start to construct this on side two. So a lot of us were finding that it made better sense to bring the, to keep the, the, the wall foot out of Vajrasana. So just to tuck the right foot in, staying on the sole of the left foot before reclining and then pressing the sole of the left foot into the wall. We have to come up with a good name for this. Because when we do it upright, there's a way to also do this at the wall. It's a version of, of Kapitasana. But some people also call it honey badger. But lying on the ground, when I'm doing this at home, I call it psoas air guitar. Because there's some, you know, just kind of like a rock star shape. But you can actually air it. This is a great place to do exactly what you're doing. And what you can do here, everybody experiment with that contact of the big toe and then the little toe. What you'll do is you'll press the foot into the floor and tuck the tailbone under. So you get the same release, less intense. Oh, isn't that amazing? Pinky toe side. And if you want a little bit more sensation, you might press the shin, the right shin, and the bottom of that knee into the floor. And then start slowly to come out of this place. You might sort of lean to the left, letting your knees sort of fall that direction. Maybe bringing both feet to the wall or to the floor and pausing. And once you're on the back, taking a moment maybe to press the low back, the lumbar curve into the floor. And then to release. Let's get your head supported. There you go. And in time, we'll come down to the floor onto our backs. So you might roll to one side 
push all your props out of the way. Just clear them out. Come on to the back. And you might hug the knees in, like really casually hug the knees in and sway from side to side. Maybe let your head sway too. And then we'll make some circles with the knees. And in time, we'll release the feet to the floor. We'll scooch enough away from the wall so that you can extend completely. And inhale and reach your arms, hands, and fingers toward the sky. And as you exhale, reach high up overhead. Take a breath to make the body as long as possible. And as you breathe out, let go of all of the effort. See if you can come to no effort, no muscle. And we'll slowly begin to move toward a shape of rest. And the shape of rest is whatever shape is restful to you. So it could be on the back or the side or the belly or legs up the wall. Or sitting. Everything settle into the bones. Let your awareness float up to the skin. And I have a short reading from the Bhairava Sutra. Attend to the skin as a subtle boundary containing vastness. Enter that pulsing immensity. Discover that you are not separate from anything else. There is no inside There is no outside. There is no other. No object to meditate upon that is not you.
begin to notice the sensation of breath passing through the nostrils. And there's nothing to force. We're just noticing what's already happening. <coughs> and you might begin to take deeper more intentional breaths. Inviting a pulsation of movement back to the body. Invite those movements to spread across the body, and the wrists and the ankles. Maybe sweeping the arms, hands and fingers out and up overhead. Making yourself just as long as possible. and then hugging everything back. To the center. And in time, making your way slowly back toward upright. don't mind, would everyone come closer? Closer, 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 closer. I told you this, but this is what my daughter does. She's like, closer, closer, you closer. Oh, good. This is good. We're all together. Let's bring the hands to the heart in whatever way feels natural to you. Let's end with an ohm here together. 
take a full cycle of breath before we begin. So we'll take a breath in and let it go. Peace. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.